Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't ever stop being thankful. It, you know, you can be thankful in, at any time. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You can be thankful because God's always good. And uh, so we want to just always be thankful uh, to what he's doing for us. And so I appreciate him so much today and just glad to be here. My wife longs to be here and hopefully by next week she'll be strong enough that she feels like she can come and do that. Uh, so pray for her. Pray God strengthen her body. She's getting better every day, but she just she's really tired of the house. <laughs> and uh, I don't blame her. It's uh, I'd be going crazy too, but pray for her that she'll get better. Uh, Psalm 124, if you've got your Bibles and want to turn this morning and we'll read through. There's going to be a, it feels like there's going to be a, a on running theme between this service and the next service and you'll see what I'm talking about in the next service's message. They'll, they'll just join hand in hand. But um, today I want to re read this and, and preach to you a little bit this morning. Psalm 124, David said this, If it had not been the Lord, I just, you can stop with one sentence and just preach a while. We trust in a lot of things, hope in a lot of things, but David said, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, nay, now may Israel say, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. The proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. And then into the next, this is a, a psalm, a song of degrees, and so it's building. And the first verse, 125 says, They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. I want to preach for a few moments this morning. I'm still here. I'm still here. Would you lift your hands and let's pray together this morning. Ask God to bless this service. Lord, we just love and praise you in this house today. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives, God. And we thank you for this precious word. Lord, let us hear what it's saying today. Let it speak into our heart, minds, and soul. Let it keep us, God, and help us. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Now give him another hand clap to the Lord. Hallelujah. Give him another hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad you're still here? Still here. You can be seated this morning. Thank you for being in the house of the Lord. The Lord bless you today. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. And you can just back up in these Psalms right here and see the psalmist, just his trust that he has in God 
He says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord which made heaven and earth. It's Psalm 121. He also said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. He knew that there's some, uh, something that you can find in God's house that you can't find anywhere else. In Psalm 124, where we started, uh, he is very uh, specific about where their help comes from. If it had not been the Lord, not if it had not been the army, not if it had not been my mighty men, not if it had not been my own skill, but he said, if it had not been the Lord, and, and to sum it up, he said, we would have been swallowed up. We would have been a prey for their teeth. We would have been uh, trapped as a bird in a snare. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Lord. But because of this great God that our help is in his name, the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth, because of that, we can stand up and still say, I'm still here. In this room alone, we could write uh, pages and pages of heartache and tragedy, yet we can still say, I still hear. I'm still going on. I'm still living for God. I'm still reaching forward. It, it's been tough at times. It's been desolate at times. It's really been heartbreaking and confusing at times, but I'm still here. You know, whatever problem is hounding you or troubling you, when it cries out to you and says, hey, where are you at? You just tell it, I'm still here. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm still in the house of the Lord. I, I, I would venture to say that uh, if we were to really ask and be honest that today, everything's probably not just going your way right now. But look where you are. What keeps bringing us back to the house of the Lord? Friend, let me tell you, the Lord gave us something to hold on to in this life so that we could live for Him. He knew that we would not have any shortage of trouble. He knew that we would not have any shortage of heartache and pain, but He also knew, I can help you. I can give you something. And this, this isn't just about finding help in our time of trouble because we know where our help comes from. But it's not just about finding help in our time of trouble. These scriptures, especially Psalm 125 and 1, it's about a transition. It's a, about a transition in the life of God's people. It's about growing and maturing. It's about existence and a continuance in a life lived for God. Listen how it says it. They that trust shall be. There's going to be something happen to you when you trust God. When we obey God. We know when we obey the scriptures, we find salvation. We repent, we're baptized in his name, we're filled with his spirit. But when we start trusting God, there's something that happens inside of us, begins to solidify inside of us. We become unwavering. We say like one man, my heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. We realize that no matter what comes our way, we're going to still be here living for God. We get this mindset that it doesn't matter how bad things get. It's never going to get so bad that I want to leave the Lord, that I want to throw away my inheritance, that I want to walk away from my anointing, that I want to quit my calling. 
Oh, it hurts. It's hard. It's heartbreaking sometimes, but I don't ever want to quit. And that's not just my own resilience because on my best day, I can't do it by myself. But when you start trusting God, God starts putting something inside of you. They that trust shall be. If you trust God, really trust God, it's not you might be. It's you shall be. When you can say, I trust God, you shall be. You're going to change. You're going to start becoming something else. It's, it's about, you're going to start moving. It's about a move from fear into faith. It's about moving from weakness to strength. It's about moving from surrender to victory. It's about being. They that trust shall be. They shall be here. They shall be victorious. They shall be rejoicing. They shall be praising. They're, they're going to be. They're going to be able to say, no matter what the storm, I'm still here. No matter the report, I'm still here. No matter the circumstances or the condition of the world, I'm still here. This is about who we become. So many times we're so caught up in just being saved that we forget there's a life to live after he saves you. The Bible says that when we are born again, Paul related, said it like this, he said, we now walk in newness of life. There's a new life to live. And so, yes, we are washed. We are sanctified and we are justified. And man, it's a great feeling when your burdens have rolled away. There's nothing like being filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. There's nothing like knowing I've been saved. But friend, it is a great comfort. Maybe that's why they would, would sing those old songs like Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. They, they, you know, there was something people wrote these songs because it wasn't just because they knew, hey, uh, he washed my sins away. But no matter if he tarries another 10 or 20 or 30 years, I'm still going to be here. Because uh, they that trust shall be. So you see, we spend too much time worrying, will this take me out? Well, I'll ask you this. Do you trust God? You can answer. <laughs> if you can say yes, then understand this. Then you shall be. You shall be like Mount Zion, which shall not be removed. I'm not talking about once saved, always saved. I'm talking about when you trust God, you become like Mount Zion, which shall not be removed. He said, but abideth forever. It means he's going to be there no matter what is going on. He will always have the answer. I'm still here. Hey, are you still serving God? You better believe I am. Are you still going to that church? You better know it. Are you still preaching? Absolutely. You still pray? Sure do. Because God put something in me. Well, I, I heard that, that this happened in your life. It did. It was awful. Broke my heart. So you still trust God? Absolutely. It was something that Job had. He trusted God. He, said, he told his wife, he said, when she said, curse God and die, he said, you talk like a foolish woman. He said, shall we re receive uh, good at the hand of the Lord and shall we not experience evil things? He didn't say God was going to do evil things. He said, shall we not experience evil things? 
Are we going to have bad things going on in our life? He said, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm going to trust God. I'm not letting go of my integrity. You know why Job could say, I'm still here? You know why when God showed up in that whirlwind and Job was still there? Because he trusted God. And that turns you into something. It makes you something. When you trust God, it feeds something in you. It gives you, a, uh, it gives you that, I won't quit. It puts something down in your spirit that means I'm not stopping. I, I have seen that this is the way to go. I have seen that this is the life to live. And I may fall, I may falter, but I'm not going to quit. I'm going to stand up, dust off. I might be beat and battered and bruised right now, but I'm still here. I, I might be crying, but I'm still here. I might be sad, but I'm still here. It's about being like an unmovable mountain. That's the way God described us. He said, this is for anyone, they, that's anybody, that trust in the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth, the savior of the world, the king of kings. When you trust in him, you shall be. I love how definite God is with this description. You can't trust and might be. It's when you trust, you shall be. You trust God, you shall be like this. It's going to happen. You know, we have this in church culture, there's, there's that mountain and valley stuff going on all the time. Everybody wants the mountain. I want the mountain top. They talk about, they build up the mountain and then they throw off on the valley. It's like the, oh, I don't want to be in the valley. One writer said, I found a lily in the valley. You know, you know, David trusted God. And that's why David said in Psalm 23, he said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Well, I don't fear evil on the mountain either. He said, so you're the same on the mountain or the valley. That's right. Because when you trust God, it doesn't matter where you are, you're like a mountain. You might be in the valley, but you like a mountain. Yeah, you might be in despair, but you're like a mountain. You might be in trouble, but you're like a mountain. When you trust God, something happens. You, be, you start becoming something. It, it, listen, being born again and trusting God is two different things. You can believe that God exists but not trust him. You can believe that he died for your sins but, but not trust him. And you can, you can repent and be sorry and believe and have faith that God or wash your sins away. You can believe that he died for you and rose again and be filled with the Holy Ghost and then not trust him with your life. But the scripture says we commit the keeping of our soul unto him as unto a faithful creator. David's talking about the creator. My help comes from the Lord that made heaven and earth, the creator. It's in his name, the creator. And so now that I trust him, I'm not just washed and sanctified. I'm not just his child, but I trust my father. I trust my Lord, I trust my king, and, and I, I, I don't have to know. You know, when you serve the king and trust the king, you don't have to know every decision he's going to make. You don't have to even understand every decision that he makes. I just trust him. Why are you still there? Because I trust the Lord. I'm not here today because I have been born again. I'm here today because I trust God. Get it. There's a lot of people been born again ain't sitting in the house of the Lord today. 
There's a lot of people been born again that, that, that obeyed Acts 2.38 and, and don't serve God at all. But the, David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. I'm going to still be serving God. It, it, with they that trust in the Lord, there's something about them. They change. They become something. You know, in the book of Acts, the apostles were preaching. And they drug them in, said, threatening them. You know, you're turning this world upside down. You're getting everybody stirred up. And we don't want you preaching this name. And they, they said they looked. said, we know these are just a bunch of ignorant men. Just fishermen, just regular class people, you know. But they could tell that they had been with Jesus. They could just... Why did they have? They didn't have a t-shirt. I'm sure they didn't have a t-shirt on. Back then, they, they didn't have the wristband or the shoelaces that said "What would Jesus do?" on it. But they could tell that they're not moved by our threatening. They're, they're not afraid right now. And there's something that happens to people who trust Him. They trusted Jesus and they followed Jesus and they believed him and, and they, they had preached on the day of Pentecost. They were doing signs and wonders and miracles and they were watching what God was doing and now they find themselves in trouble but they still trust God. They could tell. And I'm telling you, people can tell when you have been with Jesus and people can tell when you trust the Lord because you're not just somebody who says, I go to church, but you're somebody who stands in the midst of the storm. You're somebody that gets back up when you fall down. You're somebody that keeps on going even though you've made mistakes. Because I trust God. How do I keep getting up? Honey, it ain't under my own steam, but it's the Lord inside of me that keeps moving me. Because I realize that they that trust shall be. You're going to be different than you were. You'll be different than you were. You're, you know, in the world, people quit like that. You know, they, they, they move on to something else. I, this, is, this is tough. I, I'll find something else. I'll find an easier path. I, I'm not going to, I don't have to put up with this. That's what we say in the world. But, but uh, with the Lord, we say, I will endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I will not get weary in well-doing. I, you know, I, I just, I'm going to keep going on because I know that he that endureth until the end, the same shall be saved. Now, if we couldn't endure it, he wouldn't have said we could. But he knows we can endure it because he said, they that trust me shall be as Mount Zion. They that trust in me are going to be saying, I'm still here. When the dust settles and the enemy is looking around to see where you're at, he's going to see you getting up going, oh, I'm still here. At all you got, I'm still here. I'm still here. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion. Mountain highs and valley lows, it's all the same to us because we trust the Lord. This is about abiding. This is about being something different. Friend, the Lord never tricked us and, and tried to tell us that living for him would be without consequences or suffering. 
Peter wrote to the church in 1 Peter 4 and 12. He said, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. Don't ever think, well, I'm, I'm like the mountain. Great. Let me tell you about mountains. There's a mountain here in Georgia that's been here since God created the earth. Stone Mountain. It was a mountain before anybody ever named it Stone Mountain. It was a mountain before anybody ever carved into the side of it. It was a mountain before anybody ever rode a sky rail up it or climbed it. It, it, it was there before anybody ever, ever human eye ever even saw it. it was, it's been there. Before they decided to make a park and charge you a ridiculous amount of money to hang out in there. That mountain's been there. It's been there through pandemics. It's been there through wars. It's been there through every part of history that you can name. It's been there a lot, lot longer than any of us. It's been there. But you know what happens on Stone Mountain? You ever been on top and see these holes in the top of the mountain? It's where lightning strikes it. Lightning comes in storms. We get hit with lightning. We think, ooh, I'm going to die. We don't even take a shower when it's lightning. Screaming at your kids, get out of that shower. storming. storming. Lightning. We don't play golf in the lightning storm. We don't play ball in the lightning storm. But mountains, they get struck with lightning. You know what happens to mountains? The storms happen to mountains. It rains on top of the mountain. It gets foggy on top of the mountain. It gets cold. It gets hot. It's rough. It's steep. There's nighttime. There's daytime. But you know what? It's still there. Through every age, through every storm, through everything that happens, it's still there. It abides. The elements don't do away with the mountain. And God said, if you'll trust me, the elements won't do away with you. Oh, come on now. The Lord said, listen. If you'll trust me, it won't do away with you. We, we use you know, mountains as signs of strength. and, and we, well, Man, that thing was big as a mountain. You know, it, it's, we just, mountains so grand and so big, and we know they're final and they're there. You, you know, don't, don't turn a, a molehill into a mountain. You know, we just, mountains, mountains, mountains. Well, that's us, mountain people. It ain't got a thing to do with banjo music either. It sure ain't got a thing to do with Rocky Top. Not in this neck of the woods. But listen, he said, they that trust shall be. You don't realize how strong you are. We, qu we quit on God's power all the time. We quit on God's provision all the time. We, if we ever quit and say, God didn't help me, you better cover your mouth and repent for that statement. God didn't make a way. The Bible says with every temptation, he'll make a way of escape that we're able to bear it. God knew what he was doing. He said, I know how to save you and I know how to keep you. I know how to, how to make sure that you make it all the way home. I know how to make sure you cross that finish line. Trust me. That's it. What I got to do to make it, God? Trust me. 
What's that mean? It means trust me. So, so just take you at your word. Yeah. Because God cannot lie. He won't lie. He's not going to try to trick us. They that be, like uh, that trust shall be, cannot be removed. You know, the scripture in the New Testament says that nothing can separate us. But he's not just talking about folks that's obeyed Acts 2.38. He said, but are now trusting God. And they trust God through their fall. They trust God through. I say, I, we always talk about the outside things that hit us. Like that, but a lot of stuff's our own fault. So, and that's where we quit on ourselves sometimes because of what we've done. But, but listen, God loves you enough that he can get you over your foolishness, your ignorance, your mistakes, it, it, your, your mess-ups, your mix-ups, your hang-ups, your habits, your addictions, all those things. God can get you through that if you will trust him. Though a good man fall, he shall not be utterly cast down for the hand. You'll never be without that reaching hand. It will always be there saying, please get back up. Trust me and you'll rise again. Trust me and you'll stand back up. Trust me. One man said, the Lord is the lifter up of my head. You had to walk around like this. That's not trust. You had to lift your head up and say, you know what? I'm not perfect. You know, this right here is saying, well, I thought I was perfect. Well, if you thought you was perfect, you was nuts. We're not. But this is the person that says, I'm not lifting, I'm not, I ain't got my nose up in the air like I'm self-righteous or better than anybody. I'm looking, I'm lifting up my eyes unto the hill from whence cometh my help. I don't want to ever take my eyes off my help. That's not, oh, I'm better than anybody. Oh, no, I'm just looking at Jesus. <laughs> I'm just looking at the Lord. But you tripped and fell, that's right. And then I looked to where my help comes from. He don't come from beneath me. He's always above me. I'm always looking up to the Lord. I'm still here. Oh, I've made mistakes. I'm still here. I've had bad days. I'm still here. I've experienced heartache, but I'm still here. I've had tragedy in my life. Still here. Because something changes in us when we begin to trust God. Oh, it, it, don't get me wrong. Any man being Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things are made new. We get into Christ because we're baptized into Christ and, and we do become a new creature. And the Bible says that's what's born of flesh is flesh. That's what's born of spirit is spirit. So we become spiritual beings. But too many times as spiritual beings, we start looking back toward the flesh because it's familiar Spirit can be uncertain sometimes. We don't know what the Lord's doing, so we go back to what's familiar. But Paul wrote to the church in Galatians, he said, you, you haven't begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect by the flesh? Keep on in the Spirit. Keep on trusting God. Keep on being what he wants you to be. Paul said this in 2 Corinthians 4 and 8. He said, we are troubled on every side yet we're not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, 
but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. People see the life of Jesus as we go through our troubles and our trials and our tests. That's where our light shines. And he's saying, because we trust God, yeah, we're troubled, but we're not distressed. Yeah, we're, we're perplexed, but we're not in despair. Persecuted, but never forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Because they that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed. My people, on this rock I'll build a church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. God has custom built us and installed something in us if we'll accept it, if we'll just grab a hold of it that will keep us. It will not stop you from making mistakes, but it'll stop you from quitting. Man, you walk in a hard, tight line when you think you can't never make a mistake if you walk and live with God. Don't put that kind of pressure on nobody. Don't do it. One writer even said, hey, look, children, I write unto you that you sin not. That's obvious. Oh, it'd be much better if you just wouldn't blow it. Wouldn't, hey, if you just wouldn't mess up, that'd be awesome. But if you do, you have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He's saying keep trusting him so that if you make a mistake, you can stand up and say, still here. One writer said, don't start rejoicing against me, my enemy. He didn't say, because when I fall, I'm going to do my very best to get back up. He said, when I fall, I shall arise. There ain't no quit in the person that trusts God. There ain't no removing of the person that trusts God. They shall abide forever. So when I fall, just, just stand right there and keep your eyes on me because I'm getting back up. I'm a, can you imagine how frustrated your enemy is? Got him. He got back up. You know why? Because he's just like Jesus. <laughs> you can destroy this temple. In three days, I'll raise it up. You can put me in a tomb, but in three days, I'm coming out. <laughs> you can, you, I, I, I lay it down, I'll take it up again. I, I, I'm not staying there. And neither am I. Oh, but I saw you on that cross and you were torn to shreds. I'm sure, it, man, that old devil just probably like, it just ain't fair. Nails in his hand, thorns on his head, hole in his side, skin tore off his body, put him in a tomb, put the stone over him. He come knocking on my door for the keys. Wait a second. Oh, I'm still here. 
tell you what, whatever it is that tries to take you out, you make sure you tell it, I'm still here. That's a phrase you need to learn. And when you look in the mirror and you're looking at yourself and you're so upset about the mistakes you've made and you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm a failure, I'm a mess. Uh, after you get through running yourself down, then look and say, but I'm still here. And if you're still here, there's still hope. If you're still here, there's still a chance. If you're still here, that means that whatever God puts in you, it's working. They that trust shall be. I'm telling you something. It's different than just, uh, woo. It's different than just chill bumps. And because they, guess what? You don't always feel chill bumps. There's times when you don't always feel the Lord. You don't feel that presence. But when you trust, you know, hey, you feel him? No, but he's here. How do you know? Because he said, I'll never leave you. So you just, you trust him, take him at his word. Absolutely. That's why I'm still here. Because he's still here. Greater is he that's in you. I, I won't leave you comfortless. I will come to you. I, I, I'm going to be there. You're not going to be by yourself in this. I will never leave you or forsake you. I'm going to be there. So, oh, I don't feel the Lord. Doesn't mean I don't trust him. I guess I ain't got a chill bump on me right now. My hair ain't standing up. I ain't even speaking in tongues. But the Lord's here. Because he said two or more gathered in my name, I'm there in the midst. But I know that he filled me with his spirit. I trust him. It ain't about what I feel. It's about what I know is real. Praise God. Trouble does not mean the end of us. We've got to trust that unseen hand of God. Our trust in him makes us like Mount Zion and it cannot be removed. Paul went on to say in 2 Corinthians 4, 16, he said, for which cause we faint not. He said, though our outward man perish, the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory. And while we look not at things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Well, the things that we see are temporary, but the things that are not seen, they are eternal. Eternal means abiding forever. I'm looking at, I got my eyes on the one that's abiding forever. Psalm 11 and 1, uh, he said, In the Lord put on my trust. How say you to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain. In other words, I've already trusted God. I've already given it all to him. I've already believed him. Why would you tell me to run? I've got the Lord on my side. Why would you think I got to go anywhere or, or, or give up or surrender? Why would you think I've got to run from you, from anything, from any trouble? In the Lord, I put my trust. How can you even say that? Because he wants you to leave God. Your trouble, your trial, your test, your enemy, your flesh wants you to run from God. Run from the Lord, but uh, I think I'll just be like Mount Zion and stick around. I think I'll just abide forever. I think I'll just hang out here. Psalm 118 and 6, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? That's any man, woman, child, 
and even ourselves. What could I, the Lord's on my side. I can't, with, with God on my side, even as stupid as I am to myself sometimes, I can still make it. He said in verse 8 through 11, it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They can pass me about. Yeah, they can pass me about. That's right. They had me surrounded, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They that trust shall be. In other words, he said, I'm going to destroy them when it's all said and done. When that battle's over with, I'm going to say in verse 17, I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. I'm still here. But boy, you had trouble on every hand. Yeah, I'm still here. I, I wish Brother Josh was here. Because, it, man, he's got a list of things that, you know, he, he could just say, you know what? This ain't fair. It ain't fair for me, young man, to have gone through all I've gone through and all, everybody else is just living like, but that young man trusts God. And, and so uh, through cancers and chemos and radiations and surgeries and brain surgeries and, and seizures and medicines and, and frustrations and everything, it, when it's all said, he's got, he's got a, one line to say, I'm still here. I'm still here. Hey, cancer, still here. Hey, brain tumor, still here. Yeah, still here. Because something happens to those that trust the Lord. They change inside. Something happens to them. They're not the same as this world. You know, we become something permanent. We become something immovable. I shall, we sing, I shall, I shall, I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved. Paul said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We've got something inside of us that, that that's why greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. God's greater than anything you face. Trust him. When you trust him, it'll change you. It'll change you. It's about transition, growth, becoming. You know, you, you never become an expert or you never even become good at something if you quit. Uh, musicians, people that play music, you may have musical ear and ability, but if you never practice and never play, if you just quit it, you never get good. You'll never be an expert or, or, or pro in, in sports, anything. you never be even good if you quit. And so God understands that. And so he says, I'm going to give you something that will help you. If you'll trust me, you'll get up when you fall. You'll keep going when you make mistakes. You'll keep walking through heartache. You'll keep walking through trouble. You won't fall apart when the world goes to pieces. You're going to be like Mount Zion. He said, because I don't want you to quit. I want you to make it all the way home. So I'm going to give you the help you need. Trust and you will 
abide. You will make it all the way home. I'm trying to watch my time this morning. We'll watch my time. Again, in the book of Philippians, chapter 2, Paul said, Wherefore, my beloved, verse 12, he said, As you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. That uh, word there, that phrase, work out, in the Aramaic means to push through the work of your life more abundantly. That sounds like somebody who trusts God. In other words, when things happen, work it out. Get up, keep going. In the Greek, it means to work fully, accomplish, to finish. Either way, it means you're still here. So keep going. Your hands on the plow. Don't look back. Keep going. And then in verse 13, he said, because it's not you, for it is God which worketh in you. God's working in you. It's never, never going to be under your own power that you accomplish it. But when you trust God, it is God that works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Well, you know, Pastor, God's still working on me. And we use that as an excuse to sit around and twiddle our thumbs until we feel like we're perfect. But just because he's still working on you doesn't mean you can't live for him while he's working on you. <laughs> hey, we are definitely a work in progress. <laughs> he, yeah, he's still working on me, but I'm not going to sit around uh, and, and I'm going to do what he called me to do. I'm still going to uh, do uh, all the things he asked of me as much as I can that's within me. Whatever I find to do, I'm going to do like the scripture and do it with my might. But that doesn't mean, well, he's pastor now. He's made it. Oh, I wish. I wish that once you got put in as pastor, that what it just meant, your ticket's punched, man. Just hang in there. You're going to heaven. Still working on your pastor. Yeah, he's still working on him. And I'm still trusting him uh, day after day. And I'm still learning what he wants me to do. And I'm still trying to find out which way to go sometimes and what to say and what to preach and what to do and what answer to give. Yeah, he's still working on me. But you will see me right here on Wednesdays and right here on Sundays and right here every chance I get because this is what he called me to do. He's not done with me and he's not done with you. The Bible says this is a race. Run the race with patience that is set before you. You know what happens when you run a race? It means you're in the race. And if you, if you fall while you're running, are you out of the race? No, you're still in it. You just fail. So get up and keep running. Get up and cross the line. Because it ain't about you finishing ahead of somebody. It's just about finishing. If when you fall, you're running a race in one direction. When you fall, I've never seen anybody running forward that fell backwards. I ain't talking about a truck hit them and knocked them backwards. I'm saying if they were running, that they trip, you don't trip and go, oh. No, you fall forward. You fall in the direction you're supposed to be going. 
So get up where you fall and keep going. You don't go back to the starting line. You just get up where you fall and you keep going because you're still in the race. Paul was very transparent about his growth progress in, in his life. In Romans chapter 7, verses 18 and 19, he said, For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, there dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would do, or the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Wrote most of the New Testament. Started churches everywhere. Miracles, signs, and wonders in his life. But he said, in my flesh, ain't nothing good about it. The good I want to do, I can't figure out how to do it. The bad that I don't want to do, I end up doing it. But I'm still writing letters still preaching, still traveling, still serving the Lord. And finally, he sums his life up like this to Timothy in that letter, 2 Timothy 4, 6, and 7. You know these scriptures. He's, but listen, for I am now ready. He starts that line, for I am now ready. Everything Paul went through, it got him ready. The mistakes, it got him ready because he learned from his mistakes. Being stoned, being whipped, being shipwrecked, left for dead, betrayed, lied on, persecuted, thrown in jail, punched in the mouth, it got him ready. He was still here. I'm still here. I'm not quitting. I've been shipwrecked. I've been snake bit. Man, I've been lied on and all kinds of things, but I'm still here. And now I'm ready. You don't even realize that all the things you're going through, even the hard stuff, it's just trying to get you ready so you can say to be offered. One day we're going to be at that point that it's our time to meet the Lord. And can we say I'm ready to be offered? Or did the things you went through, the things that come against you, did it take you out? But when you trust God, you'll say, I'm ready. The time of my departure is at hand. He said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Paul said, after every trial, after every test, I'm still here. After every trial, after every test, I kept the faith. He said, I trusted God. I kept the faith, and it kept me going. It kept me growing. It kept improving me. It kept pushing me to strive to get better. Everything, I kept the faith and it changed me. It gave me the ability to form these words and they be true that I am now ready to be offered. Let's stand together this morning. So I don't know what you're going through. I would not diminish the reality of it at all because everybody's trial is their own and every heartache is painful to the one enduring it. 
Serving God won't take away heartache. It'll just get you through it. Serving God won't keep you out of low places, but it'll get you through them. Serving God, it won't always keep you out of trouble, but it'll help you overcome it. We've got to remember we've got to live in this crazy world and we've got to live in these bodies that are perishing a little bit every day. We've got to fight this world. We've got to fight our flesh. So many things that are compassing us around, as the psalmist said. Yeah, they, they, they surrounded me. They, they sure did. They There's things feel like it just surrounds us. But he said, but I will destroy them in the name of the Lord. In Jeremiah 17, he mentioned about a man who trusts God. Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. He said, blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters that spreadeth out her roots by the river, shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green, shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. The tree's going to always be there. The Bible says, that Jesus did what he did, Isaiah 61, that we might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. So maybe we're, maybe we're mountain people, maybe we're tree huggers. Pick which one you want, whichever one you like. But when you trust God, you become like something else. You become like something that will endure. You become like something that... Jesus said, trees that don't yield fruit, they're cut down and cast off in the fire. But he said, a man that trusts God will always be yielding fruit, always bearing fruit, always, always, through every season, through the heat, through the storm. Because it's just like, it's just like you're planted, something's always feeding you. And when we trust God, there's something always feeding us, always telling you, don't quit, don't stop, don't give up, get back up. No weapon formed will prosper. You're going to make it all the way. So you just tell your problem. And if the problem is yourself, look in the mirror and say, hey, I'm still here. I'm not quitting. I trust God. Work on trusting God. We work on getting so many things right in church, but hey, just work on trusting God. That's how we, that's how we make it. That's how we make it. Let's lift our hands right now. And just, let's just talk to the Lord for a minute. I know the Lord's talking to you. I know that God wanted this message this morning. Uh, you're down on yourself, but you're here. You've been feeling bad about some choices, but you're here. You've been upset about things going wrong in your life, but you're still here. Oh, I'm not quitting.
I'm going to just cry out to him for a minute. We could, we're going to have church all day if we have to, but let's just, let's just let the Lord work right now. Come on, let him work on you right now. all of us at one time and say I'm still here I'm still here Just you need to say it out loud you need to hear yourself right now I'm still here if you've got to say it through a broken heart and tears you, you need to say it out loud right now I'm still here I'm still here thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus give him a hand clap and a shout at this house Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm still here. Thank you, Jesus. And the Lord willing, this is where I'll until he comes back to get me one day. Praise God. Looking forward to this next service. Let's find a place to pray and just expect God to be God. Let him do what he does. Amen. God bless you in Jesus' name.